Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the Senior Minister of Unity of Farmington Hills, and I want to give a shout out to our music team for leading us in that opening congregational song, which was an amazing way to usher in the spirit of, spirit of worship in the consciousness of love. Thank you for that, and thank you, Lauren, for providing the lyrics so that we could sing along with you all. I'm going to share our announcements for today, and then we will continue with our Sunday service. Our Sunday fellowship gathering is today at 11 a.m., and I invite you all to join us, even those of you who are visiting. And ladies, our weekly women's group meeting is today at 2 p.m. Our speaker is Elmarie Newsom, who will be doing a presentation on balancing and energizing your chakras using Healing Touch. She has been practicing Healing Touch for 25 years, so I know it's going to be an amazing presentation. You are all, all you women are invited to join us today at 2 p.m. Our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m., and everyone is welcome to join us. And then our next Critical Conversations meeting is also tomorrow, but it's tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. And I feel free to invite others to participate in our conversation on racial consciousness it's been been a, a we've been having some deep conversations so far we have bible study at 1 p.m on wednesdays for those of you who are interested in going into a deeper spiritual meaning of scripture 
And our weekly meditation service is Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., which is usually very peaceful and relaxing. The men's group is having their next meeting on Saturday, at, which is April 17th. That will be at 10 a.m. Men, you are all welcome to participate. And then on Saturday, we are also having our Family Fun Trivia Night, which has been a lot of fun. That will be at 7 p.m. I invite you to um, share the link with your friends and family so they can join us to have a good time with us. And we are restarting our youth program, which will be led by Sharon Clace. Our first Sunday youth service will be on next Sunday at April 18th, which is April 18th at 1 p.m. That service will be just an icebreaker so that Sharon can introduce herself to the kids and the kids can introduce themselves for, to each other. The youth program for right now is for children ages 5 to 11. And next month, starting on May 2nd, we will begin having the services every Sunday at 1 p.m. If you have any questions or for, for further information regarding the youth Sunday service, please contact Sharon Clace at youth at unityfh.com. And on April 24th, which is in two weeks, it'll be a Saturday at 2 p.m., Carl Schluter will be leading a book discussion on his new book entitled, entitled Two Soul, The Unseen Stuff of Life. You may purchase Carl's book on smile.amazon.com. You have, still have plenty of time to purchase it and read it so that you can be a part of the discussion. I've read the book and I thought it was pretty interesting. On May 2nd, Unity of Farmington Hills will be participating in the youth, the uh, family area crop hunger walk. But we're not walking in this fundraiser. We're just contributing through online donations. So you may go to our Facebook link, pull up the crop hunger walk event, and there you can go ahead and participate by making your donation there's a link there you can click on to make your donation or you can go to our website unityfh.com click on the donate icon there and you may make your donation but please specify that it's for the crop walk we are striving to reach a one thousand dollar giving goal so that we can contribute to families who are struggling with hunger so I invite you all to participate. And for those of you who are, I thank you in advance. I'm really excited about how we're opening up to be an outreach spiritual community. And then I will be teaching a prosperity class, which is coming up on May 4th. It will be from May 4th to June 15th. It is entitled Open Your Mind to Prosperity. We're going to be using that book by Catherine Ponder entitled, entitled Open Your Mind to Prosperity. You can purchase it on, on smile.amazon.com. You, and you have plenty of time to purchase it. And to sign up for the class, you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. I am really looking forward to this. Prosperity is more than financial. It's a state of consciousness. And we're going to work on using the formula that Catherine Ponder has to open our mind to prosperity. For the links to all of our activities, our classes, our group meetings and events, or to sign up for the email blast, please visit our website at unityfh.com. If you don't see what you're looking for on the homepage, please look at the calendar of events. 
to schedule an appointment to speak with me, to meet with me, or to pray with me. You may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you can call me at 248-737-9191. If I don't answer, please leave a message. I will return your call. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email address is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I have prayed over your prayer request, and when I've prayed with you specifically, in per, you know, when I've prayed with you myself, we will send your prayer request to Silent Unity, and they'll be prayed over for 30 days. I want to thank our prayer chaplains, Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh for your sacred service to our spiritual community. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. This concludes our announcements for today. So now as we join our music team in singing, singing Shirley to Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word for today and for our opening prayer. The Daily Word for today, Sunday, April 11, 2021, is imagination. I imagine limitless possibilities. Please affirm that with me. I imagine limitless possibilities. And the message reads, In childhood, my imagination helped me see fascinating shapes and wondrous creatures in cloud formations. Picking up a twig I might have pretended I held a wand that could give me magical powers. An ordinary packing box could become a vessel to sail on or under the sea, an art craft to fly higher than mountains, or even a spaceship I could fly to explore the stars. Much more than whimsy, imagination is a potent spiritual tool. I use my imagination with intention to shape, to give shape to my dreams and goals. Although my childhood may be a memory, I am grateful that I can still use my imagination to create the life of my dreams as I envision possibilities beyond the right 
the reality I know and the world I see. And today's scripture comes from Luke chapter 10, verse 24, and it reads, For I tell you that many prophets and kings desire to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. I invite you to pray with me, please, now. So let us gently close our eyes together and take a deep breath. And just allow your consciousness to float right down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. And God, as we tap into the love that is within us, in our heart center, we acknowledge that you are that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, that you are God, the good omnipotent. And because we are one with you, we are also good. We thank you right now for blessing this worship service and everyone who is in attendance. And we also thank you for blessing our mind and opening our minds up to hear what your message will be today, to understand it deeply, and to begin to live the message in our lives. And we got, and God, we thank you for your divine love your divine gift of love that loves us no matter what. And we lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of that indwelling, loving Christ. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And let us affirm our U of H growth affirmation together. And as we affirm it, let us visualize our youth ministry growing as well. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. I'm looking forward to all areas of our spiritual community growing, especially um, the youth program as well. So now we're going to have our first special song, and then I will be back with our message for today. I have serious news to pass on to everybody What I'm about to say could mean the world's disaster 
could change your joy to laughter, to tears and pain. It's that love's in the heat of love today. performance. I enjoyed the song and the video was awesome. It brought it all together. Thank you all for that amazing performance. Thank you all for the inspirational, uh, uplifting music. And also Lauren, thank you for putting the video together with that. It was, it was amazing as usual. Thank you all. So a wife invited some people to dinner one evening and at the dinner table, she turned to her six-year-old daughter and said, would you say the grace? And she looked at her mother and said, I don't know what to say. And her mom said, well, just say what your mommy would say. 
And so she not closed her head. I mean, closed her eyes, bowed her head and said, Lord, why on earth did I invite all these people to dinner? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes, right? <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. I wanted to share it. <laughs> um, I ha have been really meditating on what it is that I'm going to speak on today, and I always do, but it just is interesting coming off of Easter, um, how I'm still led into the flow of continuing what we discussed in, in on last Sunday. So, but when we look at the month of April in unity, April represents the spiritual faculty of love. And love is really powerful because love is our ability to attract to desire and to unify. And it is the spirit is the spiritual essence that pervades everything in the universe is the oneness, the energy of oneness in everything in the universe that unifies and brings together and binds and harmonizes everything in the universe. As a matter of fact, love is our state of being. It is our natural state of being as children of God being made in God's image and likeness. We are made with the essence of God. The essence of God is love. And the, so that means that as we live from our natural state of being, we call, we co-create with God, the natural state of consciousness of peace and harmony. And so as we go into this talk for today, the title of my talk is what's love got to do with it. And like I said, I want to go back to the scriptures that we were using last week during our Easter service when we were in John chapter 21. Now in John chapter 21, we were discussing verses 15 through 17, where Jesus was asking Peter, do you love me? And he asked Peter three times, which was to spiritualize the power of faith on a spiritual level, on a soul level, and on a body level, because Peter had denied Jesus three times and vacillated in his trust in Jesus, his trust in the teachings of Jesus, his trust in where Jesus directed him as a disciple, which was in the consciousness of God. And so now that he has been resurrected and is about to leave, Jesus wants to fortify Peter, which represents our faith in the essence of love so that there will be no part of him that would ever deny, ever deny the things that he was taught and the purpose of his life ever again. And so that's why Jesus asked Peter three times. And each time he gave him a charge, the first time he said, feed my lambs. Then he said, take care of my sheep. And then he said to feed my sheep. And sheep actually, when we go deeper into this scripture, sheep actually represents the innocent thoughts of our consciousness. Those thoughts in our consciousness that are aligned with the essence of God, the, the consciousness of Christ, the consciousness of God that only know truth, only know good, only know the essence of love. And we are meant to feed those thoughts 
by consciously being in alignment with God, consciously praying, being in meditation, speaking uh, God, living according to spiritual principles, living according to the teachings of Jesus. That is why the Bible says that we are to pray unceasingly because, because every time we pray unceasingly, our thoughts are always focused on God. So, but I want to go to the scriptures that, that, um, proceed this section in chapter 21. I want to start with verse four and I'm going to read down to verse 14 and then we're, we're going to dive into these scriptures and then we're going to tie it into what's love got to do with it. So verse four in the gospel, according to John chapter 21, this is verse four and I'm reading from the new living translation at dawn. Jesus was standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. He called out fellows, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, throw out your net on the right side of the boat and you'll get some. Now, let me just mention a little bit before this. We read that uh, Peter and some other disciples go out to fish throughout the night and they end up getting nothing. They toiled throughout the whole night. They get nothing. Now dawn comes and this is where Jesus is standing at the beach asking them to throw their net out on the right side of the boat and you'll get some. So they did and they couldn't haul in the net because there was so many fish in it. Then the disciples, uh, the disciple Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his tunic for he had stripped for work, jumped into the water and headed to the shore. The others stayed with the boat and pulled the load, loaded net to the shore for they were about only about a hundred yards from shore. When they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them, fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread. Verse 10, bring some of the fish you've caught, just caught, Jesus said. So Simon Peter went abroad and dragged the net to the shore. There were 150 fish, large fish, and yet the net hadn't torn. Now come and have some breakfast, Jesus said. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish. This was the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples since he had been raised from the dead. Now, God, thank you for blessing this scripture and bringing forth the spiritual meaning of it, that we may walk in it and enhance and go forth and multiply within our lives. Amen. So the, the, when this starts off, like I said, the fish, the fishermen had gone out fishing and they had toiled all night and they were not able to get any fish. Now, what this represents is when your consciousness is moving in a state of the darkness of human understanding. And when you, you don't gain anything because you're moving from a limited consciousness, the, the, the sea where they were fishing, which was. Um, in the New Living Translation called the Sea of Galilee, but it real in Greek it represents the Sea of Tiberius, uh, Tiberius, and that represents uh, mental consciousness, your your mental realm of consciousness in man. But in order for us to move in a state of abundance, the true state of abundance that we were created to be. We must shift our consciousness from the limited understanding of the human realm and rise to the consciousness of the spiritual realm. 
That is what it means when it says at dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach. You ever heard yourself say it dawned on me or just dawned on me? What that means is you just moved into an awareness, a spiritual intuitive perception or realization of something. And so now when they come to this realization, they get this aha where they're being told to do something from a spiritual perspective. Jesus calls out to them and says, have you gotten any fish yet? They come now when Jesus calls out to them, they come to the awareness of now surrendering from their own limited uh, uh, laboring and toiling and moving into turning it over to God, asking God for help. It dawns on them. I can't do this on my own. I need the help of God. And that is when Jesus says for them to put the net on the right side. When you put the net on the right side of the boat, it means to come from right minded thinking. Right minded thinking is the right side of the brain, the right hemisphere of the brain, which is the spiritual consciousness. And and when you move in that side with the, that, that rep, the, the human on the right side of the body represents your human action, your movements. When your actions are aligned with the spiritual consciousness, you will end up multiplying your efforts even more with less, less toil. You won't have to work so hard and labor so hard for that which you are desiring to manifest in your life. And so that's what this represents. When they throw the net to the other side and they end up getting more fish than they did when they were out there toiling all that time using the left side, trying to go from the left way of thinking. Left-minded thinking means human realm trying to solve, solve a spiritual uh Something that needs to be solved in a spiritual solution, in a spiritual way, in a divine order, in a divine way, in the divine timing of God. And we're trying to make it happen now when it, when, and make it happen in our way when literally you have to change your consciousness and make it and, and align it with God's way. And so that's why when they did what Jesus told them to do, they were able to bring in a 153 fish. Now, the interesting thing is, Jesus here, when he finds out from love, when the consciousness, when you get the aha, that this is God, it comes from the sensing nature in the soul and in, 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 in the heart aligned with the feeling of the heart, the oneness that you feel in the heart. And when they got that realization that this is Jesus, it came from the feeling nature of the heart, the oneness that he, that he, that John experienced because the disciple Jesus loved represents John. John, all love is always in there. Love is always rooted. Every single miracle that Jesus did in every single place Jesus went, John was there because John represents oneness and unity and the power to attract. Love is that heal that the power that heals, prospers, attracts holds on to and makes real all good ideas, all divine ideas in life. Because like I said, love is the, the, your natural state of being It's your natural spiritual state of being, which is one with allness. So what's love got to do with it? Love has everything to do with it because love is everywhere present in your life. It is just up to us to be aware of it and be conscious of it. It is uh, up to us to start to live in alignment with it and to know that that is the truth of what we were created to be, which is why Jesus kept rooting 
the three times Jesus asked Peter, which is faith. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Because when you literally step into the consciousness of love, you are tapped into the consciousness of your oneness and you never, ever, ever deviate from that expression of truth that you know. And so that's what Jesus it has done when he asked that question. Now, the beautiful thing about how God sets us up whenever we are given a challenge to do something, God always makes sure that we have every resource that we need. God always makes sure that all the people are there, all the places are there, all the financial resources are there. He showed Jesus showed them in this experience that when you follow the, what I teach you, and when you trust in me, when you trust in the teachings that I've given you, which direct you to God, anything that you are charged to do, you will have everything you need to do it. And also that every aspect of your being, every phase of your consciousness, every phase of you will be taken care of. Here it says that Jesus visited them. This is the third time he appears in, in verse 14. It says, this is the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples when he, after he was raised from the dead. The first time was the day that he was resurrected, which was Sunday. And at that point, he uh, said he breathed the he breathed on his disciples and told them to receive the Holy Spirit. He activated the spiritual consciousness in them. That's what happens to us when we are resurrected in our consciousness, when we release all those things that no longer serve us during crucifixion on Good Friday, during that crucifixion, when you cross it out, you activate yourself on, a, on the spiritual level because we are threefold man. We are spirit, soul, and body. So Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit activating the spiritual consciousness in them. And then the second time he appeared was when he appeared to convince Thomas that he was alive, that he had resurrected in that time when he had Thomas touch the wounds on him and said to him, you have believed because you see, but it is blessed are those who believe without seeing. He activated the soul in man here in this third time that they see him, he is feeding the body. He has fed the body. So he's activated the flesh in them. And he's also consciously put them in alignment with how you can manifest in the physical realm, according to what your thoughts are in the spiritual realm. So the moment they put their thoughts on God, that net caught all the divine ideas of God. And then they acted on the divine ideas of God. And when they did that, they received the, the abundance of God, the 150 fish. So the bread and fish that then Jesus not only gave them abundance from the fishing, when they came in, they were already set up to eat. God will always make sure that you have what you need when you need it, but you only align with it when you shift your consciousness to God, when you put your net out to, to catch the thoughts, the divine ideas and the thought, divine thoughts of God. And that is what they did. And then he says, now come and have some breakfast. What that means is to break the fast of following what the world says to do, putting your sitting in idle thinking when you are not disciplined in your thoughts, you catch the you catch the vibration and the frequency of the human race, the third dimensional consciousness of limitation and separation. 
When your thoughts are not disciplined, you get caught up in the realm of the what's going on in the world. And it is easily to be to be directed away from the consciousness of God. That thought catches your attention and you start wandering according to what your flesh is tempting you to do. And that's what the human race consciousness is. All of those things that are caught up in the desires of the flesh, the illnesses, the separations, and all of those things that will guide you away from God. But we have risen up and we have moved into a higher vibration. So it's time to break the fast, which means we direct our thoughts to God. We direct and focus our thoughts only on God. And we focus our, th our thoughts on how we are to live in this new consciousness that we've been resurrected into. And when we, and the thing that Jesus tells us to do is to love, to love, to love, because you must connect spiritually in love. You must connect your soul in love and you must connect your body within love, the frequency of love, meaning that you're in tune with the consciousness of Christ in your oneness experience through your meditation, your prayers and your time with God, you're talking to God, you're being aware with God of God everywhere you go, being in tune with the consciousness of the vibration of love. And then you tap into it in your soul where every, everything that you register in your mind, you, you register in your mind in the consciousness of love. And then you act on it. So it is tuning into the consciousness of God It's catching the ideas that are the t consciousness of God that is rooted in love. That is the essence of love, which is the, the state of being that you are is catching the thoughts that are rooted in love and keeping your frequency and your thoughts always rooted in love. And then it is letting your actions grounded into this earth school by walking and living and being and expressing love through your acts of kindness, through your words that you say, through your habits that you do, and through the way even that you eat and take care of your body. All of those things must be rooted in love. Love has everything to do with how we are created to live. Love has everything to do with how we are created to live. There is only one power and one presence that is active in this universe. And that is God, the good omnipotent and God is love. There is no love and fear. There is actually either the expression of love or the, or where you're not expressing love. When you're expressing love, you're walking in the light. When you're not expressing love, you're walking in the darkness of human understanding. You're walking in the darkness. And when you're walking in the darkness of human understanding, you're missing the mark of God. And when you miss the mark of God, you're walking in an unloving error-based consciousness. You are not aligned with love, but you still are the essence of love. You're just not walking in it, living in it, expressing it, and consciously being it. Love has everything to do with us walking into abundant life. Now we've already resurrected into a higher expression and a higher dimension of life. Now it's time for us to live that life more abundantly. And the only way to truly live that life more abundantly is if we root ourselves completely in our spirit, in our soul and in our body, which is why Jesus visited his disciples three times to root them. The first time to activate the spirit through breathing the Holy Spirit on them. And receiving it, which means the expression of love in your life, allowing yourself as you tune into God to be activated by the expression of love in your life from the inside out. God will guide you through the Holy Spirit on how to act, but you got to be tapped in, tuned in and turned on to it.
And then it means to live in it from the inside out by spending your time within your soul consciousness, sitting with God. Because when you get in that quiet and you go into meditation and you go into prayer and you sit in that space with God, you are tapped in to the essence of your common ground with God in the soul. And that needs to be activated because when you activate the soul, the soul, it can, the soul includes your subconscious and your conscious mind. They are both aligned with the presence of God which is love. And then once you do that, you automatically activate the vibration in your body. Every cell in your body is turned on to the vibration of love. And when your body operates in complete love, there cannot be any illness operating in you at any time in your life. It is those moments that we are operating outside of love, outside of what we are generated to be that we invite illness in our life, that we invite limited circumstances in our life, that we invite limited situations in our life, that we invite limited relationships in our life, that we invite anything that is limited and makes us feel or experience a sense of separation, limitation, restriction, and illness. Those are all illusions. But when you live in the essence of love, which is what we are charged to do now that we have risen up, when you live in the essence of love, Your life is always harmonious. And then the kicker is in verse uh, 12. No. Yeah, verse 12, it says the disciples, none of the disciples dare to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord, but they didn't recognize the Lord. When you change in consciousness, there are going to be aspects of you that people will no longer recognize because that part that you pulled out is purified now with the consciousness of love. And now you act in another way. I remember when I first started shifting in my consciousness and I stopped being so sensitive around my family. I had stopped being so sensitive, period. And I remember that my family, they looked at me differently because I wasn't affected as much by the things they they would say to me because I chose to take responsibility for my own feelings. And I chose to live in a space of happiness and peace. And I chose to be in the more independent. I chose to stand on my own. And so I didn't need to call my family as much as I used to. And it was powerful because every single time God opened up a new avenue for me to walk in. And it shifted how they think about me. It shifted how they looked at me because I shifted how I appeared in in my outer realm because I shifted what was inside of me in the spiritual realm. And I continue to shift and continue to go to a higher vibration in God. Because every single year I release more and turn it into a stepping stone to go higher in a vibration of consciousness. And I raise up in a higher vibration of consciousness and God guides me in that way in a more powerful expression of love. And my whole way of being shifts because I take what it is that my new consciousness is and I operate from a spiritual consciousness Let it drop down into my soul where I'm sitting with God, asking God, and in that silence to bring it forth in my world, and then I live according to how I'm guided. Sometimes it's not always automatic, but I keep practicing, and Jesus asked three times, do you love me? Which means you keep on practicing and keep on trying and never give up until your life is completely an expression of love in this higher consciousness that you have resurrected into. And so as we are going into our acts of kindness campaign, let us also allow God to fortify our spirit 
to fortify our soul and to fortify our body. Live in the consciousness of praying with God. That fourth unity principle where you're you align your mind and your soul and your body by prayer and meditation and spending time with God. Do it even more and more intentionally asking and seeking for the alignment to happen within you. And it will affirm it and acknowledge that it is happening and spirit will follow suit. That is our challenge as we do everything else that we are doing, that we are guided to do. Follow spirit from the inside out. Let that be your first thing that you do when any decision comes to mind. Go inside first and ask for the guidance. And as you ask for the guidance, it'll fortify your spirit because you're tapping into your spirit, but you're in your soul tapping into your spirit. It'll fortify your, your, your link in your consciousness to spirit. It'll open you up to hear the unctions of the still small voice inside of you. It activates your love on a higher level because you are connecting to the relationship you have with God. And then when you follow what God guides you into, you open up into the life and life more abundantly. And that is what we are here to be. We are here to activate our life and we're here to live our life more abundantly, to be fruitful and to multiply in this world. And so that is what we are charged to do. Sit with God and any situation comes up, seek God first, go within your soul, tap into the spirit in your soul and let God guide you by activating your spirit, your soul and your body and follow where you are guided to go. I promise you, you will never be steered in the wrong direction. And I thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love in this message. Amen. Oh, man. And so now as we move into our giving righteously segment of this service. Let us bring forth in your con. Let us just tap into the consciousness of what God has guided us to give as a donation to unity of Framington Hills. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And as usual, if you're giving online, go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button. It'll open you up to the donate page and you may donate there. And also when you make your purchases, make sure you link your smile.amazon account up to Unity of Farmington Hills so that every time you make a purchase, proceeds will be donated to Unity of Farmington Hills. If you're giving to, through check, you may send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And for whatever way you choose to give, I thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart in an expression and a purity of receiving from the consciousness of love and giving back to you my blessings and, and, a, and a thankfulness from a consciousness of love. And I also thank you all for those of you who are giving to the Crop Hunger Walk through your donations in order for us to move forth and be an outreach community that is giving now through that way for to those who are struggling with hunger. And I thank you all for every way that you give of your time, your talents and your treasures to Unity of Farmington Hills and to me and to the outside world in honor of Unity of Farmington Hills because the way you are blesses 
us and represents us. So thank you so much for that. And now we're going to have our second special song. And then I will be back with our, mess, with our closing virtual prayer circle and the closing prayer for protection. I'll see you in a little bit.
Wowee. <laughs> oh man, I love, I love, I love our spiritual, our music team. I thank you guys so much. I thank you all so much for your powerful powerful inspirational music this Sunday and every Sunday. I tell you, we have the best music team in unity. And I thank you all for the performance, for the music, for the love that you put into it. And Lauren, thank you for the video that you put along with it to wrap it all up and bring it all together. Thank you all. That was wonderful. And so now let us go ahead and quiet ourselves down <laughs> Take a deep breath, gently close your eyes, bring forth the mind of the person who or persons that you'd like to pray with and speak forth their names into this virtual prayer circle. And as these names go forth, God, we have tapped into the consciousness of the oneness we have with you, knowing that the natural state of our being is love so we tune into that state of being knowing that each and every name that has been called out into this circle is already in alignment in the spiritual realm with what it is that their hearts desire that their situations require and that what it is that you are going to bring forth that you already have tapped into them and they're already one with it in spirit because their essence is love as well and love is the unifying air, unifying essence that is one with everything. Everything we need, everything we desire, everything we want, everything we are here to express in this earth school. So we thank you, God, for expressing it in their life, for bringing forth their prayers, for answering their spiritual needs, for activating their consciousness, to put them back into alignment with you, that they may manifest the prayer in their life. And we thank you, God, for your divine gift of love that loves us all no matter what and blesses us all no matter what. Thank you for blessing this prayer, this worship service today, blessing everyone who was a part of putting it together and blessing everyone who is in attendance right now and who will watch this service later. And God, we thank you for blessing everyone connected to UFH and everyone in the world. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray, thanking you, God, for answering it before it was even finished. Amen. Woo! And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Thank you, God. Amen. But for those of you who are joining me for the fellowship service, I'll see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Step into it deeply what it is that God has for you to do. Anytime you have a question or, some, or, or, or anything comes up, consult God first. You will get the greatest answer you would ever have in your life. Ladies, don't forget, 2 o'clock today, we have our women's group meeting. If you haven't already, I, I invite you to like our Facebook page and to subscribe to our YouTube page. And it has been a pleasure. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. Let us close out by singing the peace song with our music team. Until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.